Hello and welcome to the Be Inspired to Be podcast. My name is Belinda O'Neill and I am your host. This series of podcasts is titled Inspiring Stories and I have been very fortunate to be joined by really inspirational people. I do hope that you take away as much inspiration from their stories as I have through interviewing them. I'm absolutely delighted that Sido Craigavon Industrial Development Organisation are sponsoring Series 2 of the Be Inspired to Be Inspiring Stories podcast. Sido was established in 1985 with a core mission to create wealth, entrepreneurship and employment in the Craigavon area by assisting the formation of new businesses and the development and support of existing small businesses. Please do contact Sido for all business support inquiries their website is www.sido.co.uk. Hello Sinead, you're very welcome to the Be Inspired to Be podcast. I'm absolutely delighted to welcome you here today. Um, for listeners, Sinead wears quite a few hats, a director of two companies and an actress as well as a busy mum. Sinead changed her career in law in pursuit of her passions and I really cannot wait to hear her inspiring story. So you're very welcome Sinead. Thank you very much, Belinda. Lovely to be here. Thank you. So to start off, Sinead, what inspired you to leave your career in law to set up your own speech and drama company and public speaking company? Well, it's quite a long story. How long do you have? (laughs) (laughs) As long as you need, Sinead. (laughs) Well, I kind of fell into law, really. I was never really that happy in it. I tolerated my job. I got through the day. But it was never really a passion of mine, I have to be honest. And after having our second child, there was a bit of a traumatic experience, unfortunately. Now, he's fine now. He's going to be eight in a few months. But he was born with a heart problem that wasn't actually picked up until he was about seven or eight weeks old. He got bronchiolitis and was admitted into Craighaven Hospital. He wasn't improving any. And then, unfortunately, he was given an echocardiogram and it transpired that he had a heart problem. So we were completely stunned. He was taken into the Royal Hospital then in Belfast, where he picked up infection after infection, pneumonia, all kinds of things. He was quarantined, unfortunately, as well for a good few weeks and then in the meantime his heart was failing every day so it was very traumatic at the time it was such a shock at that stage our daughter was only three so we had to rely very heavily on my parents and my husband's parents who were just amazing and she was almost left on her own a little bit you know looking back now I feel a bit sorry for her because you know all the focus was on Niall so trying to cut a long story short we went over with Niall to London to Evelina Hospital where he underwent a heart operation now he's fully recovered but that was the catalyst for me to change career and prior to that Belinda I had thought You know, it's a little bit waffly, people saying, oh, a traumatic experience can change your life and change your career and you want to do different things. That's absolutely what happened with me. It was such um, an awful time, I suppose, that over maternity leave, I thought, I simply can't go back to my job. I don't like it. Something has to change here. It made me reassess everything. But I did go back to the office (laughs) and I muddled along for a couple of months and I suppose in or around March or April time 2017 
I made the choice that I was going to leave my job. So I spoke to my husband about it. We had a good few chats. <laughs> uh, spoke to my parents, my friends, and they were extremely supportive. So I wrote a letter of resignation and handed it to my boss, who was very surprised, and simply left. And I remember walking out of the office with my little box of papers and my handbag and everything, feeling absolutely elated. So that was really the start of my new journey. So after that, a couple of days afterwards, I thought, goodness, what actually am I going to do? I don't have a job. But inwardly, I had thought for a few months prior to that, you know, I need to do something else. What else am I qualified in? What else could I do? And I always harked back to speech and drama, public speaking, because as a child, as a teenager, I'd always reveled in those days. And I had always wanted to go off to become an actress. So I thought, I wonder, could I begin teaching speech and drama, which I did on a Saturday morning. And in the first class, there were about four students, one of whom was my daughter. <laughs> and I skipped out just really, really happy with myself. And I thought, I wonder, could I grow this? So it did grow. And now I have about 140 students teaching six days a week. Only yesterday, I put 96 children through a grade exam, which was totally exhausting. So I'm so much happier now. I'm so glad that I made the jump. And from the speech and drama, then adults came to me and said, look, I know you only teach kids, but I've got a wedding speech to do. I've got a big work presentation. Can you help me out with that? So I got some qualifications in that through New Era Academy and some other bodies and public speaking NI was born. So that really encompasses a lot of things, including voiceover work, corporate events and acting. And we've recently rebranded, actually. So we're now called Vocalis. So that's a pretty long winded answer to your question. <laughs> Fantastic. And uh, yes, when you say about actress, because um, for listeners, Sinead and I go back to school days and we, we shared a bit of a passion on stage uh, in Fiddler on the Roof many years ago. And, and well, that's a different story, but it was great, great, great memories. And I just think it's absolutely amazing that you've taken that leap of faith. Sinead and followed your, your dreams and your passions and that's what life's all about. So Thank I suppose you. then, you know, what was that transition like? Um, from being an employee um, in, in a, a law practice to basically taking on your own company and becoming a company director. So what was that transition like for you? It was certainly quite a scary time. You know, there were mixed emotions. I was relieved to have finally left law and I was excited for my new opportunities. At the same time, it was all very uncertain. As you say, I had left a good job with a steady wage with set hours to a certain extent, I suppose. And I had taken a plunge into the abyss, not knowing what was going to happen. This was just before the summertime as well. So holidays were coming up. We only had one wage coming into the house. And it was quite um, an anxious time, I have to be honest. I was scrambling to think, how on earth am I going to make enough money to help pay bills, to keep our two children? And... Really, I suppose, you know, a lot of thought went into how to grow the classes and how to enhance the service that I was already offering. So I really sat down with Niall, my husband, and we had to think about how we could make it work. 
So at the beginning, I had one class and then I added two or three classes. And then as I suppose my reputation grew, so did the numbers. So I'll have to be honest now, at the time, it was a little bit frightening looking into the future, thinking, are we going to be able to keep going here? Have I made the right choice? And that echoed in my head a lot. Colleagues of mine were so supportive and still are. And they said, goodness, you know, you've done a great thing. We're all so proud of you. Well done. So I had the support from them. But at the same time, from the practical side of things, it did take a while to build things up, really. So I suppose with that uncertainty, with that uncertainty came flexibility. So I was able to work my own hours around the children. I was able to have time really for myself, which was lovely too. So I think really, I hope I've made the right choice. I'm so much more, I suppose, so much happier now, so much calmer. So yes, I'm, I'm very relieved really with how it's all worked out. Good. And, and it, it does take time and you've built it up um, gradually over the last few years and you're, you're so successful. You're so inspiring, Sinead. Thank you. Brandon. And, you know, you've had your first professional acting role um, just last year and you're now represented by Shelley Lowry Talent Management. So tell us more about that. Yes, well, over lockdown, I was asked to record a voiceover for a film poem called Here I Stand. And it was to commemorate Holocaust Memorial Day 2021. That was released around January time and it was created by an amazing writer called Sheila Taldy, who's based in Restrever. And that had a big impact online. The Northern Ireland office commissioned it and it got a lot of exposure. It's probably one of the best projects I've ever been involved in. It's extremely haunting. It's a beautiful piece about a mother and son in Auschwitz and the mother telling the son to move into the other line. There were two queues lining up and she was in the queue that um, unfortunately was going to have a very sad end. So it was very, very emotive. So from that came lots of opportunities. I have known Shelley Laurie for years since the days of the festival. She was always and still is an amazing actress. She's also a speech and drama teacher. And a couple of years ago, she founded her own talent management organisation. So I would have been in touch with Shelley in any event. So we just met for coffee a couple of times and we had a chat about what my ambitions were and what I would like to do as well as running the speech and drama school and the vocalis organisation. So I said I'd really love to get back into acting. I really missed it. So then she gave me a couple of pointers and the next thing I was on her books. So it's been very exciting indeed. I was cast in a film called Bananas which was released in 2021. It was a one-woman show, which was filmed in Kilbrony Forest. And it was really exciting, exhilarating, quite frightening. I'd never been on camera in a a professional performance before. The director for that was Alistair Livingstone of Light Theatre Company. And I've since done lots of work with them. So that was really, I suppose, the step in to the film industry. I've since had a couple of other roles and there are a few other things in the pipeline as well. But it's lovely to be 
with Shelley in an organisation that is just so exciting and everyone is very, very supportive. So, yes, there's a lot of voiceover work that's come from that as well, a lot of acting work and professional speaking engagements as well so it's, it's going very well so, so far anyway exciting. so exciting so exciting um and i really can't wait to hear and, and see what what uh, uh the journey brings you Sinead. so thank you belinda but reflecting back on the journey because you know a lot of things have changed a lot of things have happened um what's the best piece of a ad- piece of advice that you would give to your younger self now well, what I would say, Belinda, is waffly as this is going to sound, you might groan <laughs> when I say this, but pursue your passion. Do what you feel you are good at and that you really, really want to do. Looking back, I probably wouldn't have pursued law. I would have pursued my acting dream. I Even as a teenager, I knew what RADA was. Even as a young teenager, I always wanted to go to RADA. And I thought, well, maybe it's not a realistic ambition. Maybe law is a bit more steady, which it was, a bit more secure. But I just wish I had taken the bull by the horns at that stage at the age of 18 and said, you know what, I'm going to apply to RADA. Hopefully they'll accept me and I'm going to go off into the sunset. So I would just say to people, you know, what's the worst that can happen? You can try it. You can fail. If you fail, try again. So I'm just so glad that I doubt I'll maybe ever go off to RADA, maybe whenever the kids are slightly older. But I just think that now I have the perfect balance of a little bit of acting work, a little bit of voiceover work, a little bit of hosting and event management, you know, along with the speech and drama. So it's a perfect blend, really. And I don't think anything beats the feeling of just being on stage or being on camera. It's just something that I feel very natural doing. And I know everyone has their own, you know, strengths and their own interests. But for me, it's just all about performing, acting, speaking, just being on stage, really. I just love it. I love everything about it. (laughs) And isn't that just amazing that I know, you know, when you you do reflect back that perhaps you might have done things slightly different. But I have a, a strong belief that what's meant to happen in your life will come um, regardless of age and I just think it's so wonderful that you've taken that leap of faith Sinead and you've believed in yourself and that you're really really living your passions um, every single day and it's just it's so inspiring love Thank it. Thank you Belinda. Um, so for anyone considering making a change professionally what would you say to them? Well I would advise people to I suppose have a plan To be honest, I jumped into the abyss a little bit without having fully thought it through, although I did have a general idea. So have a plan, practically, financially, (laughs) very important. (laughs) Make sure you have the support of your family and friends. I'd say it would have been a very different story for me had my family and friends not been so encouraging and it was just me and my own thinking, should I do this? Should I not do this? So just to have the support and people, you know, egging you on, I suppose, saying you can do this. Why don't you, you know, follow your dream? You always wanted to do it. You were never happy in law. Why not go ahead? So I think all that is important too. Also, you know, again, it sounds very cliche, but Have confidence in yourself, believe that you can do it, because if you believe you can persuade others that you are capable 
and that you can do what you set your mind to. So if you're passionate about something, I just think you should go for it. And I think it's important as well to put yourself out there. You know, sometimes opportunities have come to me and I've thought, goodness, I wonder can I do this or not? Am I capable of it? And the answer usually is, you know, possibly. And if you're not sure how to do it, you research it and you look into it and you really, really try your best. So I think really no one is going to be a bigger supporter of yourself than yourself. So I think you have to have the confidence, not arrogance. That's a whole different ballgame. Mm-hmm. Just the confidence to put yourself forward and say, do you know what? I can do this. I'm very capable. So, yes, that's my advice would be. <laughs> wonderful advice. Wonderful advice. And you're absolutely right. You know, the self-belief. And I think we all doubt ourselves. I think it's, it's you know, ingrained within us to question ourselves. But, you know, we are all capable and um, we just need to dig deep and believe in ourselves. And as you say... It's okay to fail. If you fail, you try. Absolutely. Um, And try again. And that's wonderful, wonderful advice. Thank you. And, you know, I've said already, Sinead, about you being so inspiring and you are so calm and you're just a lovely aura around you. But um, I suppose I'd be keen to know to date who and what has been your biggest inspiration. Well, I'm going to give a very boring answer here, very predictable indeed. First and foremost, my parents. So my mum and dad are just the biggest inspiration you know, both of them have overcome quite a lot in their lives and they're just so positive, so encouraging. Nothing is ever too much bother. Even, you know, when it comes to childcare, you know, they're just so helpful. And even when I was changing career and even now, you know, they would have done anything at all to help me. Also, my two brothers, Tony is five years younger than me and Tony has a Down syndrome and Tony is a special Olympic athlete. He is an amazing person. He has a job in St. Patrick's College in Banbridge and he's overcome a lot as well because there's a lot of misconceptions I think about Tony and he's just you know proved people wrong at every hurdle. So he is the, the next inspiration for me. My other brother Connor Connor is in law as well. He loves it and he just, you know, lives for it. So he certainly has followed his passion without a doubt from the outset. My husband as well, he also had a career change. A bit like yourself, Belinda, he was a a banker for years and he decided to go into marketing and in fact sat one of his final Masters Queen's exams the day after we were told about Niall Ogue. And we didn't sleep then that whole night and it was very, very upsetting. And he went up to Belfast the next day, sat an exam. He just about passed it, but at least he passed it. So he's now a marketer. He's loving life as well. Our daughter, Ava, who is the kindest person I know, who's been super supportive of everyone. She's just a really grounded little girl. So she's just completely inspiring. And lastly, my parents-in-law. So they're have such resilience and strength so pretty much you know that's your circle my circle absolutely and they continue to be such a support for me I think if it wasn't for them you know I probably would still be where I was six years ago um, which wasn't great to be honest from from my point of view yeah wow love it absolutely <laughs> love it um, and you know we've talked a lot around your journey and the achievements and I know that there's lots of wonderful things to come so 
what is happening next? Sinead, what do you plan on next? Well, my public speaking NI company has recently rebranded as Vocalis. So sometimes I think that I'm a bit of a jack of all trades, hopefully not master of none or mistress of none, should I say. So there's quite a lot of corporate events that are in the pipeline with really big clients. And if I thought about how big they were, I might get quite (laughs) nervous. So really big corporate people who I've met with and who have been quite impressed. So I've been really happy to, you know, start working with them. So there are a few workshops coming up. I probably shouldn't say the organization's names just yet. Yes. So over maybe July, August time and into the autumn, there are some both online workshops and face-to-face events that I'm really excited to be working at. Also some creative work coming up as well. A couple of auditions have popped up for certain things, including short films, but I really can't say anything because Shelley Laurie would be in my case (laughs) and telling me (laughs) off for that. And really voiceover work as well. So for me, the voice is the be-all and end-all It's not just how you communicate, but it's how you come across to people. And, you know, I just think it's really, really important to look after your voice and to use it as effectively as you can. So people sometimes are surprised to hear that I have a slight stammer. Now, it is quite mild now, but it does still come back at times. And it was much worse when I was younger. So sometimes I have to pinch myself and, you know, say to myself, goodness, it's hard to believe I'm actually doing this kind of job, even with that slight stammer, really. And the irony is that whenever I talk about it, it comes back and I just came back. So there we are. So really exciting few months ahead. And um, yes, so exciting. Exciting, Exciting times, times indeed. and you're on a wonderful journey and you know you've alluded to it that you're following your passion and I always believe if you're following your passion you're fulfilling your purpose and yes. it's just absolutely wonderful and a joy to chat to you Sinead an absolute joy for listeners if they want to get in touch with you um, in relation to all of the services that you offer and there's quite a lot there yes. so the speech and drama for the kids and um, obviously the public speaking through the vocalists mm-hmm. and indeed the corporate work where's the best um, place for them to find the information to be able to contact you. Okay, well, Sinead Lonnie's Speech and Drama Banbridge is on Facebook, bit of a long-winded title, but there we are. And there's also a website, which is www.banbridgedrama.co.uk. For Vocalis, we're also on Facebook, but we're not very active because most of our target audience would be on LinkedIn. So we have a LinkedIn page. I'm also on LinkedIn for my personal profile. And finally, we have a brand spanking new website by the lovely Eugene Burns. And that website is www.vocalis.co.uk. Fabulous, fabulous. Sinead, it's been wonderful. A wonderful start to the week because we're we're recording here on a Monday morning. And, you know, thank you for being part of the Be Inspired to Be Inspiring Stories podcast. And I have no doubt that listeners will be truly inspired by your journey. It's thank been you. a pleasure. Thank you very much, Belinda. Most welcome. Thank you so much for listening to the Be Inspired to Be Inspiring Stories podcast. I do hope that you've enjoyed the episode. Please feel free to subscribe to my podcast to be notified when the next episode is aired. You can follow me across all of the social media platforms. Just search for Be Inspired to Be. Or indeed, you can visit my website, www.beinspiredtobe.com.